Welcome back to the ASSP Safety Standards and Tech Pubs podcast. I'm your host, Scott Fowler, and in addition to this podcast providing expert insights into safety standards, it also highlights the Society's latest technical publications, and I'm joined today by Dr. Richard Olawoyan to do just that. Dr. Olawoyan is Associate Professor of Environmental Health and Safety at Oakland University in Rochester, Michigan, where he is also a faculty advisor. He has worked in the petroleum industry as a geologist, geophysicist, petroleum engineer, and safety and environmental health scientist. Dr. Olawoyan is also a commissioner for the Accreditation Board for Engineering and Technology and co-editor of the ASSP publication, Safety Leadership and Professional Development, which is what he's here to talk about today. Dr. Olawoyan, thank you so much for joining me today. So talk me through the process of yourself and Dr. Hill editing this book. I know you brought together some of the greatest minds in occupational safety and health to provide their insights and expertise. How did you decide what would be included in the book the, and the importance of each of those elements that you chose to safety leadership and professional development? Well, uh, first, I would like to uh, thank my co-editor, Dr. Barry Hill, for his uh, amazing, amazing effort you know, working with me on this publication. And special thanks to ASSP for publishing this book, and our profound appreciations to uh, Dennis Hudson, Jim Smith, Rick Zio Medina, Rick Blanchett, and all uh, the technical and publication staff of ASSP that made this uh, project uh, possible. Scott, thank you for the opportunity to chat about the safety leadership and professional development book recently published at the ASSP Professional Development Conference in San Antonio, Texas. So basically, in 2015, we began this journey by uh, bringing together EHS experts, in-service EHS professionals and scholars uh, with the aim of meeting two important goals. First, to uh, facilitate the efforts of ASSP in framing the safety profession, and second, to effectively you know, prepare safety leaders by delivering evidence-based learning, not just on the required technical skills, but on the theories of leadership and how to basically make relational connection between the skills and uh, practice. Mm-hmm. And the timing and importance of delivering a book that contributes to the fundamental uh, concepts of leadership, professional development, and connecting emerging safety leaders with expected practices in the uh, safety field cannot be at a better time, especially with the transition from uh, ASSC to ASSP. So uh, EHS professionals are expected to have certain level of practical knowledge and subject matter uh, skills in the field right after graduation or even while they work in the field. And employers, they hire successful graduates with even more desire for enhanced you know, capacities to easily transfer theoretical knowledge into practical uh, applications. So importantly, the need to have enhanced emotional intelligence, such as you know, effectiveness with people skills, which we also call soft skills, is quintessential. And furthermore, the uh, expectations are not limited to uh, individual performance, but also on how professionals can effectively lead and how they can build and work in teams. Okay. So we envision, yeah, we, we envision to have a good tool that can effectively facilitate the uh, training process 
uh, that would better prepare professionals for the workforce and also uh, to provide value to employers through strategic development in translating the theoretical learning uh, to practical application in the discipline of EHS uh, leadership and professionalism. So in all, we had about 43 contributing uh, authors uh, that were involved you know, with the book project with extensive leadership and career uh, experiences from all major sectors in the EHS uh, profession, uh, from accreditation to certification, academics, manufacturing, environmental, insurance, occupational safety, consulting, healthcare, and so on. And their contributions are invaluable to EHS leaders in improving their personal skills and also to uplift their respective organizations with dedicated commitment, passion, and courage. So, Scott, the practicable knowledge provided in this book is quite essential to professional success in the real world. And uh, the topics contain uh, embedded concepts which include project planning risk, time and financial management, you know, managing situations, clients and teams, organizational leadership, personal uh, responsibility, internship and job application, acumen, uh, professionalism, ethics, liability issues, hazard assessment, big data analytics, and so on. And essential to this is the skillful um, application of this knowledge to achieving excellence in EHS, combined with high standard ethical service that properly define the best of uh, professionalism. So Scott, the publication involves a double-blinded peer-reviewed process with 55 technical reviewers from around the world. I also would like to use this uh, opportunity to especially thank uh, the technical reviewers for their service to the profession and your immensely important contribution to this technical publication. Most definitely. You, you mentioned about th this being uh, a tool for students, academics, safety professionals. I know the book is divided into five key elements, and I guess that could be the, the toolkit, if you will. You divide the book into ethics, leadership, and management certifications and accreditation, professional development, technical contents, and then culture. And I wonder if you could speak a little bit about each of those elements, you know, why those were chosen as uh, the five key components to be included in the book and the role each of them play in safety leadership. Yes, well, basically, uh, the strength of this uh, book lies in the contribution of academics and industrial professionals that contributed to the book. And this is intended to enable the easy transfer of exemplary practices in learning into professional practice. And the five essential uh, areas are quintessential to the success of an effective EHS leader. And, and they also represent uh, you know, the, the way forward that we're looking at in our profession. And the elements you mentioned in your question um, for uh, as far as the structure of the book, basically promotes building self-competence by means of uh, you know, professional development through uh, relevant topics in the EHS profession, especially in the changing world that is more inclusive, and the language we speak in EHS must be a global language. Uh, and therefore, the importance of these uh, five you know, key areas cannot 
I'll be over into five. So uh, let me begin with uh, the technical context section. Uh, Doc. So it is uh, basically expected that this will help professionals develop content uh, knowledge, pedagogical and also professional knowledge necessary for successful performance in the safety profession. And additionally, it will facilitate the development of professional skills and uh, also dispositions necessary uh, for successful performance in their specific practice uh, and also to advance intellectual curiosity, competencies, and skills in the professional practice of EHS. And with regards to ethics, professionalism, leadership, and management, uh, this will help professionals become proficient at applying uh, acquired knowledge in the process of evaluating personal, uh, professional performance and decision uh, making with respect to impact on self and uh, clients, organizations, and the wider uh, community. So start, uh, you know, collaboration is key to success in most professional settings. And this section will also help to develop, articulate, and, you know, steward a distinct vision, you know, using available information to uh, basically identify goals and also to evaluate progress towards those goals. So, you know, professionals will also gain considerably on how to evaluate and appreciate uh, potential moral and legal consequences of decision making in practice and promote successful outcomes that will benefit everyone. Again, in the changing world, it is uh, very important to be able to uh, do a few things to anticipate, recognize, and assess emerging trends and initiatives. And in order to adapt you know, leadership-based strategies in an effort to improve the performance of the workforce, uh, it is important to provide professionals with tools to model the principles of self-awareness, you know, reflective practice, transparency, and ethical uh, behavior. So this section ultimately you know, promotes distinctive leadership traits that foster efficient decision-making and personal responsibility. And for certification and accreditation, uh, it basically promotes competencies in the professional uh, practice of EHS. So competent skills will help to provide results-driven solutions that are always valuable to the business and also to the organizations. So, you know, staying technically current through accredited education or training programs and quality certification should be part of the goals of uh, every EHS professional. So this section provides the opportunity to develop in these areas. And for professional development, uh, this essential area is intended to you know, help with building self-reflection as a uh, mind habit, you know, through continuous evaluation and continuous quality improvement of professional practice uh, by integrating a rich repertoire of, you know, research-based skills, knowledge, and attitudes for effective uh, performance that guarantees optimal opportunities and professional growth. And Scott, it will also help to foster, you know, actions based on integrity, and objectivity to ensure accountability towards social, uh, career, and also professional success. So we decided to include culture because, uh, as you know, managing change requires an appropriate climate that will foster improvement and make the change meaningful and also sustainable. 
and culture is very significant to service. It helps engage uh, professionals to nurture the willingness to apply you know, their skills to benefit and also to serve their respective organizations, the society, community, and also the world at large. You know, within the context of the work that they do, through genuine learning, emotional development, and you know, committed effort to social safety in environments that promote values uh, for diversity, respect, and dignity for all. So this also helps to appreciate the moral and the you know, ethical implications of policy options, you know, political, environmental, and occupational strategies. Finally, this section uh, provides effective uh, opportunities that will help integrate personal professional development with the needs of uh, an organization, you know, the community, and also the, the, with uh, the stakeholders. Mm -hmm. So, Scott, each chapter uh, has learning outcomes and revisions, uh, uh, revision questions that were included to facilitate critical thinking and content you know, retention. So we believe that the organization of these sections in the book are well intended for leadership and professional growth in EHS uh, practice. Right, you mentioned uh, content retention. I know that's a big thing for in both the academic world and the professional world is providing that education and training for students and employees, but making sure that they retain that information as they move forward in their careers. One of the focal points of the book is providing a roadmap that defines the safety profession and promotes leadership and professional development. I wonder if you could speak a little to what that roadmap looks like and how the elements you've discussed play into that and if it's really a matter of harnessing and utilizing all of those different elements and components at all the different stages of your career. Well, thanks again, Scott. Uh, the question you know, of what makes a job an occupation is very significant to occupational you know, commencement, growth, and also maturation. And thanks to the ASFP Tax Force and all the members that served on the Tax Force on framing the EHS or safety profession. And the Tax Force was uh, chaired by Dr. Jim Ramsey. So the EHS profession has incredible opportunities to define uh, its own you know, future and effectively address emergent challenges, especially in our changing world, in the quest of becoming a mature a profession that is recognizable uh, through professional practice. And this book basically presents the need to define this future direction and the strategy for sustainable solutions that will, in effect, you know, meet these emerging challenges and opportunities. Scott, you asked how you know, it can help safety professionals in their careers. So the proposed roadmap by Ramsey and Hertz in their publication of 2017 actually recommended a few things uh, that should be, you know, in, uh, included in this roadmap. And one of the recommendations is that there should be a uniform set of educational uh, standards that can be guaranteed through the ABET accreditation. And this will ensure quality in the educational uh, programs through uh, compliance with standard uh, model curriculum and competencies from which future professionals are prepared for professional practice. And uh, this standardized quality for EHS professional will be akin to what is required of lawyers, um, engineers, physicians, nurses, 
etc. And the next step after that on the roadmap will be for practitioners to seek and obtain uh, professional certifications that are relevant to their specific area of practice. And such you know, certification as those offered by the Board of Certified uh, Safety Professionals. Then, the establishment of a national system of registration or licensure for EHS professional, which will be also comparable uh, to the likes of the professional engineer or professional surveyor license will be ideal for the EHS profession. So basically, these steps will foster competence in the profession, properly create a unified identity EHS professionals and ultimately it will advance the protection of people, property and the environment in which we all live in. Right, because when it comes down to it, as you've said, that's that's what it's all about is how everyone can use the tools you've laid out in this book to make sure people go home safe, protecting property and the environment as well. I, I know we, we've talked about a lot of different topics in relation to the book, but wh when you when you think about the text as a whole, what are the, the main takeaways that you hope readers uh, gain from this as they go through it and think about how they can apply it to their own careers? Well, the, you know, the, my hope and the hope of my co-editor uh, and the 42, 43 contributing authors in this book, with, as, as well as the 55 technical reviewers of this book is to captivate the quintessence of professional safety and to recommend strategies that can be applied to effectively, you know, attain required standards in professional practice. So the book basically promotes leadership and professional development in uh, undergraduate, graduate, postgraduate, and in higher education as a whole, you know, in disciplines that are specific to environmental health and safety sciences, and even engineering. So it can be used as an adopted textbook uh, for colleges and universities, and also as certification uh, preparation manual, and for job training and preparations uh, through various institutional career services. You know, can be used uh, for seminars, webinars, workshops, and during professional development conferences. Uh, the book you know, in addition, can be used to meet the needs of established uh, for-profit and non-profit organizations to uh, facilitate organization-wide ethical and professionalism, exemplary practices for maintaining competitive edge within the industry through management and employee commitment and intentional professional and leadership development for PHS uh, practitioners. Okay, great. Well, uh, thank you very much again, Dr. Orla Wayne, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, Scott. And um, on behalf of myself and Dr. Hill and everyone that made this book a success, I would like to, you know, to thank everyone that has acquired the book, and we appreciate the very positive feedback that we received from the book. So again, thanks again, Scott. Thank you. If you'd like to purchase a copy of Safety, Leadership, and Professional Development, you can find a link directly below this podcast. Join us again next time when we'll be discussing how government agencies use industry consensus standards. We'll see you then.